Welcome everyone here to session three of The Enthusiast Life, playing some D&D. This is the Ballad of Clastonia. I am your DM, Mark Turcotte, and joining me here, as always, Mr. Cassian Fairwind, Matt Clark. Matt, what's up, man? Hey, hey it's a great night for some D&D. I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for asking. Yeah, and uh, our man with feathers all over his body, Mr. Moa Rockseeker, Nelius. Nelius, what's up, man? What's up? Happy to be here. We had took a couple weeks off, but uh, yeah, yeah, we did. I'm I'm right back into it. I'm ready. Ready to go. Feathers flying. Feathers flying. <laughs> Don't lose too many of those feathers, man. Or you might not be flying. So we got to be good to go here. Uh, and finally, hidden in the shadows. I don't know if you can see him over there. Uh, Rictus. Uh, Ken's. Ken's. What's up, man? Yeah, sneaking out after two weeks. It's been a good break. I'm ready to get back to it. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. So, uh, like like Neil said, we did take a couple weeks off here. Uh, I had actually forgotten a couple weeks ago. It was my birthday, so uh, I was getting everything <laughs> ready, I think, the night before. Even that morning, I think, Matt, you were just like, hey, happy birthday, man. I was like, yeah, I didn't really think that one through. Like, kids were all excited. We're going to go get ice cream and everything, you know, for your birthday, Dad. I'm like, all right. Yeah, maybe we shouldn't do that. Um, but Guys, I have D&D. &D. D&D. Yeah, D&D, kids. Sorry, man. Can't do anything. <laughs> um but also, a quick programming note, next week, uh, we are taking next week off as well, because I'm going to be on vacation. So it's, we're going in the summertime. It's vacation time. So uh, we may even, I, we haven't even talked with you guys if there's a, a Thursday you guys need to dip out to uh, as we record these. But let's jump in here and a quick little recap of what happened last session. If you remember the very beginning, you guys uh, got into a nice little fight in the village of Silver Spring with a Nothic. And uh, the Nothic is this kind of creepy creature with this green gaze that uh, seems to cause some sort of decay. So there were just dead bodies all over. Um, after defeating the creature, you um, discovered uh, Mazin and her two children, two children, Jocelyn and John, who uh, they basically told you what had happened, that this thing had shown up out of nowhere. And well, actually not actually out of nowhere, but showed up in the village, killed all the uh, civilians. But prior to that, some orcs showed up and took uh, Mazin's husband and some of the other men to the mine that was near there. Uh, as you guys went into the mine, you saw that there was this wall that kind of had all just uh, different images and things on it that had been broken down. And when you went into there, you found there was a dwarven city down in there. Uh, as you went a little bit deeper, you fought some spiders in there. So there was a bunch of spiders. So if anybody had arachnophobia, that's probably not going too good for them. Uh, but as you got in more, you noticed that there were some other dwarfs in there that had been turned to stone. Uh, and ultimately, uh, you began fighting kind of these gray, almost dark dwarves, these things called Durgers. Um, and uh, after defeating them, and uh, you actually had the eye of the Nothic and placed it into this amulet um, into uh, one of the dwarves uh, next who had this like kind of structure on his chest, uh, he became alive again and you learned that he is actually alvis who is king of the dwarves kind of this ancient um character uh, dwarven king from years ago and uh, he really didn't know necessarily what was going on or at least the state of the world of clastonia uh, but he did tell you that there was uh lacine who um was a a uh, dwarf warlock or wizard who basically kept trying to find himself uh to become a god and was able to do so and it basically drove him mad and he became the Nothic uh, that you guys had ended up killing. Uh, as you left there, uh, he did tell you, Elvis did say that he is basically going to take a trip um, to uh, Lanier and uh, to the capital city of Lanier. So that's one thing that's still kind of hanging out there. You went back, spent the night, 
uh, with Mazin and her children to kind of protect them after promising to bring them to the capital city where her family is, because, of course, there's nothing left in this mining town for them. Um, you had a very uneventful uh, trip as you made it to the city. But on your way, just as you were getting there, there were a bunch of guards that kind of came out of the main gate. First, you thought they were approaching you, but it was actually there was a uh, wagon coming behind you. And on the wagon was a figure. And uh, as it got a little bit closer, you realized that it was a familiar figure. And it was Brachus, who was the orc who helped you in the very first session and um, basically helped you escape and um, confront his brother. And that's where we are going to start today. So, you guys, you're at the capital city. Um, the city is kind of at your whim right now. However, um, you're still basically at the front gates. So you're, you're slowly seeing the guards are still pushing you away. Um, you're hearing kind of all murmurs in the crowd of people saying like, oh, is that an orc? Oh, I wonder what he did. And you hear, you know, someone else saying like, oh, is that, is that blood on him? Wow, he looks, he looks pretty beat up. I bet the guards took care of him. And, you know, you see he's shackled down with his hands down and he's on his knees. And there's just this metal muzzle over his face. And it's slowly just going by you. So what do you guys want to do in this case? You're going to let it pass? Or are you going to, I don't know. What are you going to do? Are there guards like the full perimeter around the the paddy wagon? Yeah, there's a good good trail of guards, especially even the guards that have come out of the city, and it's slowly just you know creaking, creaking by. Um, are they leaving like much space? Uh, the, the guards are kind of pushing the crowd back, and you guys are within the crowd. And at this point, because of just the spectacle that's here, there were even you know giant horns that kind of went off as it was coming in, kind of um, announcing the arrival of this. Uh, prisoner train if you want to say coming through um a lot of people rushed out and rushed to see it so there's a crowd of people um here right now it's kind of slowly going by you um can i train i'd like to work my way up to the front of the crowd and see if i can talk to one of these guards that are escorting him okay just like not not stop them but just kind of like fall in step with them and, and kind try of walk and talk with them to yeah one. okay yeah all right um, um, yeah, go ahead. So you, you kind of push your way through, you're, you know, kind of getting through, um, just being such kind of a nimble guy who's used to kind of running through the woods and all that being a, a, a man of nature, <laughs> you're able to push your way through and you kind of start following along right along with, um, one of the guards that's up there. Uh, Hey, uh, just, just a question, you know, we, we don't have any orcs around here. Ugh, thank goodness you guys caught this one. What, what was he doing? What's he what's he being taken in for? He kind of gives you a, just a side eye a little bit. And he just keeps walking. And he's like, I, I don't have time for this, sir. I don't have time. And he just continues to keep um, walking. I want to cast Charm Person. Okay. Um, okay. Do, 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 do. Yeah, what Must do you make do? a wisdom throw of 14. Okay. All right. 11. So no. So he is okay. charmed. He regards me as a friendly acquaintance. Um, when the spell ends, he knows that he was charmed, though. So there's that. How long does it last, does it say? Um, one hour. Okay. So, all right. I'm, I, know, I know it must have been a long day. You guys had to, you know, capture this guy. And thank you so much for doing your job. I just, I'm just trying to know what to look out for in case, you know, any others are out there. Well, we were told that he attacked some villagers uh, down the way, and no. we 
found that they were able to overcome him and put the muzzle on his mouth. And so we were tasked with going to capture him and bring him back here for trial. Oh, gosh, where are you guys taking him? Just so I, I know where I know to stay away, not go anywhere near. To the Lanier jail, of course. Where else oh, would we be great. taking him? Well, I don't, I don't know if, you know, for guys this big and this, you know, threatening, you think there might be something, I don't know, a little bit more, a little stronger to keep him in. But I have no doubt that you, you guards will be able to protect us. I know you guys are great at your job. Of course, sir. We are great at our jobs. And you know we'll be able to contain him as we go in there. And I appreciate oh, your, you telling me that, that you think that I'm very good at my job and that we're all good at our jobs. I appreciate that. Now, I, oh, I yeah. must continue to do my job. You're stopping me to, you know, slowing me down here. I need to catch up. Oh, I'm, please, please go on. Thank, thanks for uh, all your time. Have a have a great day, sir. And then I'm just going to like duck back into the crowd. Okay. And he just keeps on going. And, you know, slowly as, oh. the, as the cart kind of passes all of you, you start to see, kind of, you know, the people kind of fall in behind it and uh, start to push in. And um, Rictus, you feel kind of holding on to your leg. Um, little John, who's, you know, the little boy of Mason, was kind of just holding on to you. And he just looks up at you and he says, have you ever seen anyone like that? Have. He's not what you think he is. What, 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 what do you mean? He, he's scary. He may appear to be scary, but he's our friend. You know him? A little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh, and then he kind of looks at his sister and kind of like, you know, kind of like pushes her a little bit like, Wow. I, I'll get back to them and relay with the information I found out. Okay. They're taking him to the jail. Who'd have thunk? Do we break in? That's a great question. Um, I mean, we could try and get to the, the library, you know, during the day here, and then once it's night, we could try and break in and get him. I wonder if the library has uh, floor plans or something. Learn more about the dungeons in the castle, maybe. Check that out. Um, I like that idea. Mason speaks up a little bit, and she says, "Why do you want to break that orc out? You want to break break him out of jail?" The orcs came and killed all my villagers. Why would you want to break him out of jail? They just, you just told us that he killed a bunch of villagers. Why would you want to do that? He's actually a half orc. This one's different. He saved our lives. Oh, well, he's against the orcs himself. Oh, he's trying to stop the orcs from doing a lot of bad things right now. And if he, we have a better chance of stopping the orcs and preventing what happened to you guys and, and your village to more people. Oh, well, <laughs> I don't know if I really want any part of that, but um, my father may be able to help you. Um, I'm not so able-bodied anymore, but he, he might be able to at least, I don't know, maybe push you in the right direction. He, he knows some, some things about the city because he's been here for so long. That'd be that, that would be fit. Yeah. <clears throat> Are we, should we go see him now? I mean, probably. 
I mean, let's we, go. We got to. Uh, yeah. OK. And so she, you know, kind of gathers up the kids a little bit and says, OK, come on. And then she kind of walks ahead of you guys a little bit and just says, follow me, follow me. And you guys kind of blend in with the crowd of people. Um, as you walk into the capital city, you can see way off in the distance, kind of the big towers that are um, the, the big castle that's, you know, kind of presiding over the whole um, city of, of Lenore. Um, and as you're walking, you kind of walk into a general kind of goods area. Um, there's a lot of just little shopkeepers kind of all around um, selling, you know, from things from food to uh, different clothing to trinkets and, and things like that. Um, and she kind of leads you towards the right side of it. And um, you notice as you're kind of going, you're, when you walked into the city, you were in um, like on a paved kind of, we'll br- say it's more bricks, like a bricked, but an, a nicely bricked um, road and, and just kind of area courtyard, not courtyard, but, you know, general area that you were in. But as you start going following her, it quickly begins to crumble and you just realize that there's nothing down there. And as you're kind of going down um, the road, there's a lot of um, just potholes and, and um, you know, water just kind of settling in the water. You even kind of realize that there clearly isn't a place for a lot of people to dispose of their um, excrement in that. So a lot of people kind of just dump it out in the road, kind of like they used to do in the old days in like New York City. You, you know, you always hear things like that. Um, so there's a stench to this place. And you even realize a lot of the buildings here. Specifically New York City. Yeah. You, you realize <laughs> that there's not, you know, people here really aren't living of the best means. Um and, you know, kind of living up to when you always hear of the, the two different classes in the city, which um, is something that many people know of this. Um, it's living up to it uh, for you guys as you're walking in here. And as she goes over, she brings you to a small little house, just one floor. Um, the door seems to be kind of rickety where, you know, you could see where clearly any bugs or animals could kind of run underneath it. Uh, when One of the windows is kind of smashed out. Um, another one actually has a um, some old... Uh, uh, what do you call them? The the like little doors on the window that are just kind of hanging there, and um, you see a woman outside just kind of sweeping along, and immediately Mason runs over to her and just gives her a big hug, and um, you hear the woman just say, "Oh, Mason, what a surprise!" And she just kind of gives her a hug, and uh, she sees the children and she says, "Come on in, come on in," and then she just yells, "Sven, Sven, Mason's home!" And um, you, know, you kind of hear some rustling inside the house, and um, through the door walks a uh, pretty stout man. You know, he's gray, gray, big, long, gray beard, um, kind of ratter, uh, tattered clothes and that. And uh, he goes over to her and he just kind of looks at, at Mason. Doesn't really say a word and he just kind of grabs her and just gives her a big hug. And um, what are you guys going to do in that situation right now? Maybe just like clear my throat. <clears throat> hello, hello. We're here. Yeah. Oh, oh gonna push <laughs> nice to see you uh, reunited with your she's family. Gonna, she's going to push us off her dad. Says, oh, oh I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Father, th- this is um, this is this is Moa. Moa. Um, he's he's a friend. Hello. And Sven, the man, kind of puts his hand out. And he kind of seems a little bit awkward. He's kind of reaching, not knowing exactly where to grab onto your hand wing he but he kind I of just I just kind of get my beak out and I'm I'm like trying to gash <laughs> <laughs> and then uh and 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 this is Cassian um and Cassian this is my father's fin and he puts his hand just out not at him oh yep he puts his hand out yep a very very straight hand and um and the two uh Jocelyn and John kind of run over and they kind of get behind Rictus and kind of push Rictus a little bit and she said and this this is Rictus I puts his hand out too Mason, what what brings you back? 
says, well, and then she kind of goes into the whole story and says how, um, you know, things seem to be going good um, in the village. And then she tells him how orcs came and uh, took her husband. And that as far as she knows, he's dead. Um, you know, you guys told her you had seen some um, dead humans in, in the mine, of course. And um, she, you know, tells her mind her mom immediately kind of starts crying um, because of well, as soon as she finds out that her husband has passed away. And um, Sven says, well, I hate to say it, Mason, but I, t- I told you so. I knew that things weren't going to work out for there, but I'm, I'm glad you're here now. And he just kind of hangs his head low. And she just says, I, I, I know, Father, but, you know, we had to try. And he just kind of looks at her. He says, but like I told you, now these children have no father. And she just, she just kind of hangs her head low. And both little kids kind of hang their heads low as well. And then the wife, <laughs> her mom says, kind of comes over and puts her hand on him and says, but they can stay with us, Fen, right? And he says, yep, they can stay. But she needs to pull her share and do some work. Rictus, adopt them. <laughs> and, then, and then he just kind of You've saying, already got kids. You can just take a couple more, right? <laughs> what's, more, what's two more kids to feed? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then he looks at you guys and he says, um, thank you for bringing her back to us. I appreciate it. Just so you know that we didn't bring her back. She led the way. She defended her family because she thought that we were coming to attack the city as well. So your daughter's not just a pushover. She can hold her own. He kind of looks over at Amazing and she kind of looks up and puts her head down real quick. And he just looks back and just says, thank you. Thank you for sharing that with me. So what are your plans now? We don't have room here. I, I, we don't have much, so I can't feed you. I don't really have any way to thank you, but. That's fine. We're just looking to break a half orc out of jail and we need your help. And he just kind of stops and looks. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing kind of looks at him a little bit and he puts his head down. Or, you know, she puts her head back down and he looks over at you and he's like, why, why would you have any interest in breaking out a half-orc. Do you trust your daughter? I do, but her judgment sometimes Ooh. isn't isn't the best, but I, I do. She's found it in her heart to bring us here so that we can uh, rescue a friend. Um, and we were told that you might uh, have some ideas on the inner workings of the city so that we might be able to get him some justice. And he, he kind of shows you his hands and he says, you see these hands, these hands help build, rebuild much of this city. So I know some ways around the city. I've worked mainly in the sewers in the area here. I do know that there is a path to almost every location in the city within the sewers. So I may be able to help you get into the jail, maybe. I could probably do that. 
it's going to be dangerous, and I don't know if it's quite worth your time for some random criminal half-orc, but if that's what you want, I guess that I could, that could be your payment for bringing my daughter back to me alive, if that's what you want. That'd be helpful. Yeah. Look to, to Rectus. If we're going to the sewers, the bird night might need a barf bag. <laughs> that's that's a good idea. <laughs> yes, Ven just kind of um, looks, at, looks at you, Moa, like, weak stomach, huh? Lots Last of years of abuse. <laughs> yeah. I mean, as you could tell, a lot of the... Uh, a lot of stuff doesn't make it into the sewers, so you could only imagine what is actually in the sewers. So you may want to bring an extra barf bag when you head down in there. But um, okay, so if that's what you want, come on in. I'll show you. Uh, I'll give you a map of where you need to go. So Great. He bring, so he brings you on inside real quick, and um, he takes out um, like a piece of um, flint that he has and some old, um, like not necessarily scraps of paper, but it's some sort of. Um, things made from some plant that, that they have there and he starts kind of writing it down and then, then he takes the flint and throws that away grabs a piece of charcoal and kind of grabs that and sketches out this map for you and shows you where you need to go in the sewers and it kind of has you going down through these areas and then he says to you he says now there's only one way into the jail through those sewers i can't promise you that when you come up through that hole that there's not going to be a lot of guards but that will get you in it won't get you near the prison cells however um which will probably be a problem um king conrad bird berg constantly has security there um, we've had some friends of course who have been incarcerated through the years and the reports that they always send back when they finally do get released is that it's an impenetrable fortress jail so if you want to attempt it good luck um but um that's not my business. I gave you your payment. Appreciate you saving my daughter. And um, I'll see you on your way. Does Thank the you. prison have, like, visiting hours? Could we go just talk to him? That I don't know. You, you would have to go probably ask at the front of the, of the prison and see that. I'm not sure. I've never even bothered to visit anybody there because... The most of the people that I know are, have gone there um, either deserved it, number one, um, or, well, maybe that's the wrong way to put it. Maybe they just um, didn't follow the laws of the land, let's put it that way. Um, as unjustifiable as we think they are, it is the laws, and they served their time and were released. There's not a lot of visitations going on there. Are there any other parts of this city that would be helpful for us to know about any parts that you worked on that would might be useful to us. Well, like I said, working on the sewers, there are many locations that we kind of led um, openings to. There's, uh, of course, the um, just general trade area that's there. Um, the um, tavern that's here, uh, the frog bog. We have uh, a little area to get uh, into there, especially when. You know, maybe some violence is erupting there and you need to make a quick escape out of there. Um, there's also the uh, library, the Mistborn Athenium, that's there. Um, we have access to there as well. 
Um, the only place we do not have access to is, of course, the, the castle itself, the palace. But pretty much anywhere else you want to go, I can get you there. But We also need to visit the library. Any dangers or high security to get in there? Is it is it public? Um, it is public to um, civilians or citizens of Lanier. Um, I would take a guess they probably wouldn't let you in. Um, but they'll often let you get books that they'll let you look at kind of right there. There's kind of a, a public area. Pretty much, as you could tell, our city is pretty pretty divided here. Those of wealth and means can get in, and folks like myself necessarily can't and are supervised um, with being able to look at these books if they deem us worthy of looking at them. So you may be able to do that, um, but I can't promise you that. But the sewers go there? There is a path through the sewers, yes. Mm -hmm. This is like a completely random question, which I mean, it has nothing to do with what we might intend to do while we may or may not be going to the jail. But um, hypothetically, if there were the exterior wall of the jail cells, do you know what's along that exterior wall? If it's like a cliffside, if it's like someone's home or shops or anything like that as far as i know um the cells are in the middle of the jail that the exterior walls are actually within the prison itself they cool, kind of cool, cool, cool. they thought all this through to make sure that there is no breaking down walls or anything like that great perfect awesome Um, I think I'm good. Anything else? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, amazing. Comes right. around, she comes over to you guys and she just says, I, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for bringing me back here and please be careful whatever, wherever adventure takes you. Okay, please. I, I would like to see your faces all again. And, and Jocelyn and John run immediately over to Rictus. And again, and they just say, they say, thank you, like in unison at the same time, almost as if they practiced it, um, you know, to say goodbye to you. I say, well, thank you. Lean down, get on their level and just uh, give them both a hug and say, stay, stay strong. We will, we will. And they kind of run over. And then one run, uh, Jocelyn runs over to you, Mo, and just kind of looks at you. And she just says, can I have a feather? Amazing kind of says like, don't you don't ask if you can have a feather. Don't ask about that. Ah, uh, sorry. I need these feathers. <laughs> it gets cold out there. Okay. And they don't grow back very easily. <laughs> she kind of walks away. She says, "Okay, I'm sorry." Amazing comes. She says, "I'm so, I'm sorry, Moa. I I didn't I didn't know she was gonna ask that. I'm sorry." Um, but all right, please be safe. Please, please be safe. And she kind of starts walking back towards the house and, you know, just kind of watching you guys a little bit. And Jocelyn and John, you can see them in the shattered, the window that's all kind of busted, both in the window, just waving at you guys as you kind of walk away and head, uh, head to Good where? question, guys. Would we want to see 
if we can meet up with Mazen later so that we know we have a healer somewhere? Or is it enough to know that she's just like, oh, we know where the house is? Yeah, I think that's fine. We can go back to that house. Okay. Cool. cool. Okay. So what's the plan? You're gonna head into the sewers. Wanna... You're gonna head to what's the market. Time of the day right now. Um, it's about like one o'clock or so. It's 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 midday. It's still early. So you can go Do to the sewers. You can try... go to the library. You can go to the marketplace. You can. We want to try the library or try to visit at the jail through the front doors first before we start trying to break in through the sewers. They'll be on the way to the library. Library will be first. Scope it the, out. the prison Library's is first. The prison's a little bit closer towards the castle. Like I kind of keep it um, up right the library. There. Yeah, let's yeah. let's head to the library. Okay. Library. So you guys kind of go back towards kind of the general area again. The road kind of becoming like a much nicer road, and kind of you know just that contrast of having been within kind of the poor district now. It like really is stark. Like wow, like the city's kind of messed up in that sense um and so you go back into the uh, main marketplace and there's a little bit more people there because it's kind of midday a lot of people from the last time you were there have kind of come back through the gates after uh, the the um big big thing that was uh brackets kind of coming through and um you see there's a man kind of over there just playing a mandolin just kind of playing you know a little, little song over there and some people kind of gathering with him um as you keep on continuing through um, you go down another little alleyway, and, and as you're going towards the library, you notice that this area still is this is a nice area. This kind of isn't still consistent with kind of the beginning of of the the city area. And uh, as you approach it, you see it's a rather large building, multiple floors. Um, kind of has these nice, just very shimmery, like purple and gold banners, just kind of flowing outside with uh, two books, kind of you know sitting, kind of angled like this. So it clearly is the library. Um, but very nice looking. It almost has um, a clean look to it, just the way the, the marble and that that's all around the building. Um, as you walk in, you, it has these big marble steps that you kind of go up to to get to the, the first floor. And when you walk through, it's a big open area that kind of opens up. Um, and there's a front desk that's there that's blocked off by some guards on each side. And uh, you can see behind that is where the majority of the books are. And even when you look up, it's kind of got an open uh, format to it so you can see there's multiple levels of all these books going up but then off to the right is a small room and kind of like what Sven told you you can see there's only a couple people in there not wearing the nicest clothes sitting in there reading some books but there are some guards kind of walking around um, that area just to keep an eye on the people reading those books and um, you notice straight ahead at the counter there's a elf um, just behind the counter just doing his thing you know the, the librarian just moving some books around and doing his thing but we can Any... look for... i was gonna say between us like we can look for like a card catalog thing or do we specifically ask for like hey yo this book and it turns out to be like the book of shadows <laughs> yes we'll see yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was okay. i'm thinking like is there is there any uh well-dressed looking people on our way there that we could kind of pull aside and talk to them about maybe getting the book for us. I mean, there's a lot of people in the area. Definitely. Yeah. Anyone that perhaps we could charm or pay. <laughs> I don't know. Do you want to try to approach one? I mean, you can. What do you guys think? Who did, who did you say was working the 
the the desk. Oh, it's just an elf. elf, just an elf that's sitting there. You know, he's he's wearing what clearly looks like, um, like he's a I don't know how to say it. Like a, he's a worker there. You know, he's not well to do, but he's you know in a nice uniform and he's just kind of doing his thing. And he actually has a, a small piece of a charcoal pencil kind of behind his ear, and he's taking it out and he's taking some notes. And then he you know gets up from his post, goes over, takes some books. I could try and back. speak to him in Elvish and see if there's like. Okay. We're, we're both elves. You're elf bros. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, I'll walk over to him and in Elvish. Um, Make sure you tell him how much you love books and reading. Actually, I'm going to I'm gonna try and Sylvan first. So that's like the... It's like the, the fae-ish version of the Elvish. So it's kind of like... I don't know, like... You got Spanish and you got Italian. They might be able to, okay. you know, pick up a little. Um, but he might think it's interesting. And I'll in Sylvan, I'll say, "Excuse me, um, I'm new to town, and I'm I've heard a lot about this great library. I'm looking to see if I could uh, look at some of the books here." And he's got his head down. He's kind of writing, and he's kind of glances up at you, and he just looks. Yeah, and that's interesting. And he, and he says it in Sylvan back to you. And um, he just says, yeah, you're clearly not from here, huh? Well. Ah, uh, yes, you speak the beautiful language. Hmm. What brings you here? Uh, I'm passing through town. I was told that this amazing library was here and that um, I'm, a, I'm somewhat of a bookworm. <laughs> and I uh, was told that I had to stop here and check out the wonderful collection um, that the city of... Lanier had amassed over the years. Mm. We do have a beautiful collection here at the Mistborn Athenium. I'm very proud of our books. Here. Yes. Um, but unfortunately... Most Athenius. Because you are not a citizen here, and you have just openly admitted it to me, I can't let you back here to freely look through our books. However, if there is a okay. select book that you want to look at... I may be able to make that happen. Um, I, I completely understand. Uh, what would you say is the rarest, most interesting part of the collection here? Well, sir, I, I, that I can't tell you, obviously, not being from here, because I don't know your intentions, even though you speak very finely and beautifully in this language, as do stop, I. Stop, stop it. As do I. Um... <laughs> I just, I can't share that with you. I'm sorry. But if there's a select book that you want, I could, like I said, probably make that happen. Um, he kind of glances over and he can see Moa and Rictus kind of behind you and he's just kind of glancing at them. Uh, are they with you? I, I look back and I'm, then I look back at this fine gentleman here and I roll my eyes a little bit. They're like, yes, unfortunately, I'm, I'm, help guiding these people through the region uh, they wanted nothing to do with the library you know someone mm -hmm. as scholarly as myself thought i could get something out of it but i'm just dragging them along he um, oh, he, he doesn't will, speak sylvan <laughs> not surprising i know right <laughs> um give me one moment uh i'll be right back and i'm gonna tick 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 right over to them be like okay guys 
I might be able to go directly to a book, but I might have like just ruined it for me at least. Um, should I ask him if we go straight to the book or Rictus, you want to try and sneak over to it? Like what? Yeah. Is there, is there any, um, what's the, what's the area look like? Is it like gated off? Are there guards? There, like... there is like a small gate on each side, lower gate. Um, and there are two guards posted on each side. So really there's total uh, four yikes. guards just kind of right there. Like they're, they're keeping this place kind of locked down. Well, what could like lay an egg or something? And that's like our distraction. Also distraction. <laughs> you can, like shoot some fire in the air or something. That would also be a distraction in a library. Um, you know what? And you, you, you notice that the librarian's kind of holding up a piece of paper and he's kind of holding it like this and he's kind of looking. Oh, crap. And he just puts it back down. And he just goes back to writing something a little Could bit. Could I just ask him for the book directly? If you and if to. that doesn't work, we can come through the tunnel. <clears throat> the unulte. <laughs> um, I mean, we don't want to raise suspicion against that book because maybe they'll lock it down even more. You know. So maybe I will. I'll try and get this guy away from the desk. I'll try and have him just show me something. And I'll let you guys. There's there's four guards. <laughs> I can sneak past one, but probably not four. And he's a bird who can talk. Like <laughs> <laughs> we've seen stranger things. <laughs> I did. I finished season um, four last night. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, one. Hmm. What are you gonna do? I think we try the tunnel. We, there's too much suspicion in here already. Okay, yeah. Let, I'll turn. Let me turn around. And go back to the desk, and I'll approach this guy again in Sylvan and say, "Sir, thank you for your time. Um, I, I'm sorry if I've wasted it. Thank you for at least letting me walk into this fine, mistborn Athenium." Um, I know it's because of fine people like yourself and these guards here that you're able to have such a great collection because you care for it so much. Thank you, sir. I, I appreciate that. But let, let me ask you one question. Your, your bird friend over there, does he speak Sylvan? Okay. Have him come over here. I need, I need to ask him a question. He, does he speak common? Uh, I know he speaks man. common. A common. <laughs> All right, so you kind of approach approach the desk. Yeah, and I'll come up. And he kind of leans into you and he just says, Do you mourn for the wolves? I've never been a big fan of wolves, actually. Oh. Okay. Just have a good day. And he turns <laughs> around and kind of goes over and grabs some paper and just goes back to his work. Starts doing his thing. Before we leave, I'll turn around. Dog's and I'm going to ask him. Sorry, my dogs are going nuts. Uh, have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? <laughs> I always ask out of all my friends. I just like the sound of it. No, that's from Batman. Um, no, what? Um, <laughs> can I do. Uh, 
Dogs are barking for those wondering right now. <laughs> Man, it's fine. It's fine. Just let him go. <clears throat> can I do a perception check to see what he's thinking? Okay. Can you can you read thoughts or just perception of can you perceive thoughts or no? No. Okay. So I mean you can I don't know, what are you trying to perceive? To see how, if he was being honest or not about, oh, I just like... Okay. I mean, you can, yeah. I just... Yeah. <clears throat> or insight? Insight, maybe. Yeah, do that. Yeah, that would yeah, insight. That is an 18. An 18. Okay, <clears throat> you definitely... Looking at him and the way he said that to Moa, he meant every minute of that or every bit of that. Like he, he wanted an answer to that. So there was some reason why he asked him that you're, you're realizing. And as I walk away, am I able to see that paper he was holding up earlier as I like turn and try and look at the desk? Um, you can take a peek at it. Yeah. Try to give uh, I guess investigation maybe on that or give perception. Okay. I give perception. You're trying to perceive it. You're not actually going to be able to. That is a 14. Okay. Um, so you can see there's definitely writing on it. Um, it is in um, Sylvan. So you do you do see. So you can read that. Um, you do see on there that it does say somewhere half-elf and... Uh, Moa, what are you? What's your race? Arakakra. Arakakra. You do see on there it says half elf and Arakakra written on there. Hmm. Okay. Awesome. All right. I'll head out with my boys. Okay. All right. So what are you guys gonna yeah, do boy. now? Uh okay, guys, not to alert you or uh make you any more <clears throat> cautious, but I think um we are wanted beings. We haven't done anything wrong. Did you say that? We saved a city. He a had a piece. Of, he had a, the the guy at the desk had a piece of paper uh, specifically with like our races on it, as if he were to be told to look out. Possibly, maybe I'm wrong, hmm. or maybe he's just looking to find a very specific friend group. I don't know. <laughs> well, he's into some weird things. He asked me about morning wolves. Do we know anything about that? What was um that uh that gang in that first city we were in? Drow gang? Yeah, where they had wolves on their clothes? Mm-hmm. You do mm. remember that? Yep. Now I did. <laughs> I don't think I was there. You weren't there for that, no. <laughs> Cassian wasn't there. That means you guys would have filled Cassian in on maybe what that was all about. Yeah. There were some troublemakers. Um, I mean, I'll let you guys there. remember that. Uh, the name of that was the the Crying Wolves. Was the name of that group? Oh. Hmm. Okay, I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna go back in. To the to the library and said, and then and go 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 close to the librarian again and said, did you did you say mourn wolf, wolves? Or what what did you say? He's kind of looks around. He, he kind of motions down to you down. Kind of tells you to come down to the end of the the counter. And he said, "I asked you, do you mourn for the wolves? Only ones that cry. 
I knew it. You? But of course, I'm, I'm one of the crying wolves. It's... Loden told us about you and about your efforts and, and how you, well, you didn't have a, a good go with him last time, but you definitely helped him or, or helped that girl, and that was the right thing to do. So he told us that you have, were around and to, that if we saw you, that maybe there was, I don't know, something you would need or anything to help you with anything you needed. So I just looked, and of course, there's not many birdmen walking around in linear, as you can clearly tell. And I saw the, the half-elf, and so I just thought maybe that was you. Um, no, he didn't mention your other friend, though. That's Big Sylvan. I don't know anything about that. So if he's embedded with you, and he's helping you, and is going to try to uncover anything with the crying wolves, let's not engage yes. anymore, then. Okay. We, we are here to find a tome we were told where it was in this library can you get it for us what tome is that it's the tome of the unbound the unbound well <laughs> i um could probably get it to you it's pretty pretty popular right now loaded himself was actually here recently and was going through it himself as well um if you give me like 10 minutes, I could probably go grab it. Um, you will still have to go through the normal protocols of going into the room and going through it, but I can get you what you need. So um, wait here. We can't take it? You, you can't take the book. No, you can't take the book. Um, go in the room over there, and I'll, I'll, I'll bring it out. I'll bring it out. And so he kind of okay. goes back away. And he motions over to some of the guards, and he... Are we still outside, Rictus? Are we just like so. hey, 10 minutes, 10 minutes. I'll, I'll come back out. I'll be like, guys, come here and get something that looks like a book. We got to do a swap. And so he kind of points over to one of the guards and he points to you three and he's kind of motioning. He just, and then he points over to the room saying like, bring them in the room and set them down. And then he goes, turns around and uh, one of the guards comes over and he says, follow me. Are there any books on the, like just laying around? Um, yeah, there's like a return rack. We'll say there is a return <laughs> rack that's there. Um, where they're, they're supposed to kind of bring the books. I want to try to sn give snap one of those of hand. on the way. Yeah. All right, give me a sleight of hand. The one that would no, I, we have no idea what it looks like. Never mind. Uh, Fourteen. Fourteen. Okay, so you uh, reach for the book, and um, easily you're kind of able just to swipe it. You kind of start to fumble it a little bit, but you get it. And uh, you look back, and there's a, a small child who is walking with their mother, who kind of caught a quick glimpse of it. And he just like doesn't care, and he just kind of keeps walking. Um, you follow the guard in. As you go in, you see there's um, two other people in there reading books. Um, one is a, um, a human, a human woman who seems to be about middle age, just kind of over there reading a large, large book. That's not not only just is the book itself thick, but it's literally this huge, massive book that um, you don't even know how she was even able to to lift this book up. Um, you see another uh, old man that's reading a book, and it's this. Looks to be just kind of your standard affair. Can't really see exactly what it's about. And the guard leads you guys over, kind of sits you down at the, at the far end of the table, kind of away from where they are. And um, he just says, wait here. Sinian will be back with your book in a minute. And he kind of walks back out. And um, I wonder if we need it for later, if we could get Mazen to come and check it out. Well, I think she's in the lower class, right? So they don't allow, allow they only allow them uh guarded watched reading hours 
That's what I got. This city down. (laughs) Cast systems. We have to steal it. Yes. Yeah, because our friend that um, asked for it, he wanted us to bring it back, right? Yep. Can't he teleport? Why doesn't he just like open a portal here? He's too tired. (laughs) He said seven seven days days in seven days. Or three. It's been, let's see, you've had two nights so far. Yeah. 84 so, years. Yep. So um, shortly, you know, you guys wait just a couple minutes, kind of waiting, just kind of watching, um, you know, these two people just kind of read their books. So not a lot going on. Um, but Senian comes back in and he just kind of has his hands up and he kind of comes walking in and he's just like, and he just, he kind of motions for you to come back to the counter and um, okay. looks at one of the guards and just says, you know, it's okay. Have him come back. And he comes over or has you guys walk over and um, he leans into you, Mo, and he just says, I was unable to get the book. For some reason, the book has been so popular lately. And I think Loden took some pages out of the book. And whoever had it after him realized that, told one of my coworkers that was here. And they've basically locked the book down where nobody can get it. If you want... I can leave a window open and I can, you can come back at night and I can tell you where it is and you can take the book, but you would be at risk and you cannot mention my name if you're captured at all. You cannot reveal the existence of the crying wolves or that you know any members of the crying wolves, but I can help you get the book. Is there like a rival gang that we could say like, hey, it's like your sworn enemies that we could blame. The laughing cows. <laughs> <laughs> no. I hear they make good cheese. <laughs> uh, no, no. So that's the okay. only option I have for you right now. Okay. Tell me the window. And are there any plans, floor plans we can review, sketch up? <sighs> well... And he kind of goes over and he just grabs a piece of paper real quick and he just says, I'm going to write it in Sylvan because most people here don't know Sylvan and your friend can help you with that. So he <laughs> takes takes the pencil out of his ear, draws like a little floor plan and, and um, gives it back to you. And um, he tells you there's no windows on the first floor, but the second floor he can he's going to leave the first window on the back side of the building open on the second floor just so at least you can get in. But you're going to have to find a way to get up to that window. And um, he just says, come back, you know, around midnight or so, because the library will be closed. There's not many guards here, and you'll be able to, you know, get get in and get out. And this is where you need points on the map. This is where you're going to have to find it. You're going to have to go get it here. And then, again, don't tell anybody that I let you do this. Please, please. You have my bird. I mean, word. (laughs) (laughs) Cassian throws up a little bit in his mouth. Oh, <laughs> um, it's it's funny that you mentioned we shouldn't reveal your name because I don't remember you ever telling us it. Um, what is your name? Senian. I'm sorry, I thought one of the guards told you, but Senian. Cool, Senian. Great. <laughs> okay, dude. Thank um, you, Senian. Real real quick, do you know anything about the inside of the prison, how it's designed? Or say, like, if 
one of us gets arrested that we might be able to find our way out of it. <laughs> Many wolves have been arrested, but I'm not one of them. So I couldn't, I don't know anything about the prison. Great. In Sylvan, of course. <laughs> okay. We're spending too much time here talking and making it weird. I need to get back to work. If anyone, if anyone asks, we're friends from school and we haven't seen each other in a long time. We don't have schools, we have universities. Exactly. <laughs> right. And I'm going to turn away and walk away and go, um, nope, I'm just going to walk away. <laughs> I'm going to do some kind of like school cheer, but then um, I'm too tired to improv right now. Okay. All right, so you guys walk away. And uh, you walk back out of the uh, Athenium, and there's, you know, the marble stairs going down. And by this point, it's about, eh, you know, you've wasted a couple hours kind of just through the process of kind of dealing with all that. So we're going to say it's like 3, 4 o'clock. Um, so what are you guys going to do now? It's kind of kill some time. Time to kill. Here. Or we time to can... kill what? <laughs> uh, we can... Uh check the public entrance of the Prison? dungeons prisons oh, the prisons okay yeah all right so you, uh you let people in or not from the um front of the library or the athenium where you are it's just a left and there's a kind of a winding road that goes up and uh on your way up you do pass the tavern the uh frog bog um that's there and you see there's a lively bunch in there and you hear some music kind of coming from inside there um, you even see there's a couple guards in there, some some guards in uniforms that clearly are off their shift right now. They seem to be kind of partying in there. Um, you keep on heading up the road, and um, you begin to see you're getting closer and closer to the castle now. That's really kind of coming large on the horizon. And um, off to your right, you see um, the prison that's there. Uh, there's kind of a, a main door, and it doesn't look like there's many windows on the front side of it that you can see. Um, and there's three guards kind of out front, just kind of two or two of them is kind of talking to each other. And then the other one is just kind of standing there real, real, just firm with his, uh, his spear, um, just standing guard right now. Okay. I have a couple ideas. We can say, uh, one of you are hired to inspect the integrity of the, of the prison or, uh, you're a prison architect, and you, you're look, you've heard this prison is so good, and you're working on a design for a new one, um, and need to have a tour, set up a tour. Mm. Or we can go back to the bar and talk to the drunk guards as well. The frog bog. Hmm. I almost think that might be the best bet. Because we could try and talk some people up and see if anybody has keys or anything that Rictus could wipe. I don't know if they'd take the keys with them to the <laughs> to the bar. You know what? <laughs> then the you bartender takes them away, says, you can't have these. <clears throat> Striking out today. <laughs> hmm. What's the plan? Well, at least we could maybe talk to them and, and get some information out of them. At the Do bar. we want to? We're probably hungry, a little thirsty. 
Yeah, let's go there. So you're going to go to the tavern? Stop for lunch on our way? Yeah. Okay. All right, so you guys kind of turn around, head right back down. Um, you, uh, As you approach the tavern, like I said, when you walk by it before, a lot of raucous sounds and music and everything kind of come from the inside. Big old sign in the front, just kind of like the uh, tipsy hag. It's kind of hanging off the chain. It's got a big bullfrog on it, uh, on the front of it. Uh, as you walk in, there's all kinds of merriment happening all over this tavern. Um, you guys are going to approach the bar, or are you going to look for a table? As you go in. Uh, probably the bar. Okay. Talk right. to the bartender. They're usually So the three of you were kind of approaching the bar, and it doesn't really look like there's anybody working back there. And then suddenly you see a hand come up with a towel, kind of oh, going no like way. this. And then you see another hand kind of go over. <laughs> and then, um, you know, as, as uh, we'll say, uh, who's going to approach the bar first? Cassie, you're going to kind of lead the way? Or Rictus, who wants to? Or Moa? I'll push right. Cass forward. Right, just so... <laughs> Cass, you kind of get pushed forward, and as you as you push forward, you look down and you see there's a, a elderly, old, gnomish looking woman who looks a little bit familiar to you, and she just kind of pulls. You see her kind of go over, and she pulls a little stool over, and she says, "Yeah, what'll it be?" Uh, hello. Yes. Uh, we. This is our first time in your in our. Do I do I recognize her? She Blanche, looks, is that you? Blanche, that's my sister. She runs a tipsy hog. Or a tipsy hag. I'm Maud. Maud. <laughs> Gross. Um, well, um, we are actually some of your sister's finest customers, and she told us amazing things about your establishment here, and we just had to come and try. Oh, yeah? What'd the, she say? The bog's frog. It's the frog bog. Bless you, yes. <laughs> of course. The boggiest of frogs all around. It's because I like I got a frog in my throat. That's what everybody <laughs> says. I don't hear it, though. I don't know. Oh, Maud. <laughs> she, kind of, she wipes her forehead and then wipes the counter down <clears throat> a little bit. Oh, uh, Cassian <laughs> pulls his hands back a little bit. You know, he had, was leaning on the bar. He's just like, oh, no. Uh... What you need? We'll take. We'll take three of your finest. What drinks? What, drinks. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know if there was a specific type you wanted. Or right, we'll we'll see. Uh, what are the guards drinking? Uh, they just drink just the typical mead. That's all they drink. Yeah, let's get some of those. All right. So she goes over and pours. Yeah, three. You want three? Uh, I'll I'll just kind of. Walk up to Cassie and be like, uh, I'm broke. <laughs> fine. It's fine. It's okay. Thanks. All right. So she goes and, uh, yes, pour, three. Three. Okay. She pours three meads for you and just kind of slashes them up on the counter. And they spill a little bit and she, you know, pulls her towels, wipes it all down real quick and just kind of pushes it towards you and just says, uh, that, that'll be four copper. You drive a hard bargain, Maud, but with a face like that, I'm happy to pay. Oh, you're making me blush. <laughs> she takes the cop. Um, or are, you, are you giving it I'll, to her? Cassie? Yeah, I'll, I'm covering it. Okay, so she takes it from you and then just turns around and just goes to the other end of the bar and starts trying to help some patrons over there. Um, sorry, I'm doing math real quick.
Smiled, chat mono. <laughs> what? Mod, are there ever any guards in here? There's guards right over in the corner. Don't you see them over there? And then you turn around and you see a table and there's like four guards, clearly a couple drinks in, just kind of laughing and, you know, pounding the table as, as they're laughing and sharing stories or whatever. And um, you notice that a lot of the people, the other patrons are kind of giving them their space, that they're not necessarily near them. They're kind of pushed um, away from them, but they're loud in the corner, the four guards. Hmm. Where did these guys work? I don't know. They all look the same to me. He, you know, could be the prison, could be the castle, could be the di- poor district. They could be guys on the road. They, I don't know. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Say, Maud. I feel. I feel like we've got a connection here. I feel like you know a lot about this. The uh, uh, the city that we're in right now, Lanier. Um. Anything strange been happening lately? Anybody new to town that's been a? No, I mean there were causing a scene. No, no, I mean earlier there were these four guys here with a bunch of hoods over their heads. I don't know. You get that coming in every once in a while. They were here for a little bit. We get the guards. We got you three. Uh, You know, I don't. There's people kind of coming in and out all the time. It's it's. Always a party at the Frog Bog. Oh, 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 you better coin that, that one. Always a party at the Frog's Hog. Yes. It's the Frog Bog. Of course it is. <laughs> Are these these gentlemen in hoods? What? That sounds odd. It's it's the hot time of year, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know. You know, so that's the one thing with the city. You just you get people coming and going. There would there was. A little short one, and then the three big ones, and they were pretty big. They were just bigger than some of the gods over there. But um, I don't know. They came in, kind of looked around, cased the cased the frog bog, and uh, they took took off. Didn't even order a drink. Just took a little peek around. Huh. Ask me. It might. It, I mean, it could have been them yeah. wolves that are running around. But I mean, we. I know what they, what they look like, but it didn't look like any of the wolves to me that I know. Do either of you guys know anything about characters and hoods or anything like that? Yeah, like the the crying wolves were in hoods, right? Like they yeah. had with yeah, like yeah. Uh, embroidered wolf on it or yeah, it was, whatever. You remember that it was gold. There was gold all gold. Like kind of rimmed yeah. with a wolf kind of in the front. But she says. Okay. So we want to try and chat some guards up? Yeah, we want or... to buy them around and thank them for the service. That's a good idea. Get them really liquored up. How yeah. many How many guards did you say there were? Four. They're all just at a table, and they're just you know loud and just being all crazy. Um, <clears throat> Maud, if I could, let me get another round for these guys that we'll take over to them. You want to take it over to him, or you want me to? Uh, no, we'll bring uh, it. That'll be our our in. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. We'll take it. Okay. She turns around and pours it. You're out. You're working hard enough over here as it is. Ah, yeah. She pours it out all fast. Gets for me and says, "All right, there you go. That'll be ten copper." Ten? That's a, 
I, I is there a little bit of price gouging going on, Mod? Because I, I just paid I, four. I don't know math over here. So give me ten copper for the bug. What, what if I what if I gave you five copper? All right, I like you. Yeah, it's fine. Okay, you're, you're flattering. You're flattering to me. That's fine. You know my sister. She's only she's only half as beautiful as you. Oh. Guys... She starts coughing and the, the thing just kind of, again, wipes the counter real fast. Puts her hand. Cassian turns around and he's just like. As she, as she takes the copper, she slowly drags her hand over your hand, very slowly getting a little touch of your no, hand. No, 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 What have I done? What have I done? Oh. All right. Um, I'll grab a couple of the, the drinks and start walking over to the. Can you hold them in your. cards? My talons? Yeah. Oh, you talons. Okay. Any questions? <laughs> One for talon. I could I could carry like eight. All right. So you guys. Do, uh... do you want to carry one rictus or do I carry both? And you're just like. No, I'll take myself. one. Give me one. Okay. And I got my own too. As I say, yeah, you all have your own too. So, all right. So you guys go walking across the room and you're, you know, trying to go through the crowd of people because there's still a lot of people but eventually you get to the point where you kind of break through and like i said they're kind of in this little open area a lot of people kind of push themselves away uh from the guards and you walk up and you draw the attention of one of them and one of them just kind of like looks over at you and he just says you bringing those for us a round of drinks for the city's finest hey thank you thank they all are all happy and you know kind of pull it in and then the one guy just says He's a bird man. And they all just kind of just kind of like, yeah, and they kind of just are laughing a little bit. He's like, I never seen the bird man. I never seen that. Thank you, bird man. Bird man. Bird man. And they're like pounding on the table like bird man. Bird man. And I'll, I'll, I'll do a big flap of the wings. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, they all cheer, <laughs> like, <laughs> they're all happy. And do a big, on big a, toast. Try to get them to, to drink everything that we just, uh, we just gave him, so I'll just kind of give a toast, like, here's to you, here's to me, bottoms up, because these are free. And then... Yeah, <laughs> they all cheer, yeah, they all just pound it down. Drink it, thank you! All right. What are you guys so, do? so, uh... Well, what were they doing? We're gonna play some games or something? I, I mean, cards or I don't know. What were they doing before? Uh, they we were just talking, just laughing. They were all just in the air, in the corner, just talking. They're basically sharing stories of different uh, prisoners and that that they've kind of had through the years and just all the funny things that have kind of happened to them on the job. That's basically what they were doing. Ooh, prisoners. So, eh? what would you say is the worst prisoner you've ever had to deal with here? Oh, you have to see some things, right? We've right? seen some things. I've seen some things. Yeah. I know you've seen some things. Well, we had this one guy, and he was one of those were ah, what's what is it like a werewolf or something Whoa. like that? And yeah, he comes on in, and we put him in the in the jail cell, and then he yeah. turns into the wolf, and it was Whoa. it was pretty crazy. It was I've never seen anything like it, but I mean. He, um, when he turned into the wolf, I mean, he just kind of freaked out and was just like banging in the walls. And it was like, there were scratches all over the, the brick and all that. But, uh, you know, he was able to contain it. But that was the craziest thing I've ever seen. That's the craziest thing. The yeah. other one says, yeah, I was there for that. I was there for that. He kind of points and, 
another one says, yeah, one time too, there was this, uh, uh, like a, a small child that was in there, and and I don't know what his eyes would turn black. I don't know what was up with that. It was just kind of weird. Like he would just like space out and go black, and it freaked us all out. We couldn't like whenever that happened, we just couldn't look at him. When it, it was just weird. What happened to it? That got me, man. I you know, they 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 come and go sometimes. I don't know. The king he sets up ships. They come into the port. We bring them to the ship, and they're gone. I don't know. I don't know where they go. So that just happens all the time. Who knows? You guys weren't the ones who brought in that orc today, were you? Ah, uh, yeah, that was crazy. That was pretty crazy. You know what? But <laughs> but you know what? That's 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 typical, man. You know the, the really? orcs. Really? It's just the orcs, man. You know they're they're always causing trouble. I mean, this one we got the call. He was he was on the ah on the side of the road. A bunch of people had kind of taken. Well, a couple people were near him, dead, and then others were oh. alive. They said they were able to take yeah. him down. I don't know, or found. I don't know, but he. But they found him with the thing in his mouth. That's not us. I don't know. Did you see that? That thing. Yeah, I, that, that was gnarly. That was. But uh, that was kind of crazy. But yeah, he. We, you know, he, he's taken care of, and I'm sure he'll be shipping out sometime soon. Too, what so do you know. like? What do you? How? Where do you keep a guy like that? Because he's a huge, right? I can understand like keeping like a kid. Yeah. I mean, or like a guy who turns into like a wolf, but like somebody that big, like that's I, a pretty big cell or something like that. Ah, the wolf, the wolf man was probably stronger. I, I could take him. Oh, I could, yeah. And the one guy said, I, you, oh, I yeah. bet you oh, could. Yeah. You could oh, take, yeah. I could take, I could take him right now. All day. I'll take him right now. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like yeah. to see that. I'd, yeah, I, I could do that. I'd watch that. Let's, let's go right now. Oh, the, the other one kind of looks at the guy and he's like, I, we we can't do that. No, we can't. Guys, guys, come on, come on. You can take them. You can take them. Okay. Okay. Take them. <laughs> okay. What if we covered your drinks here for the night? Get some road meats. You just go. you let us you let us see you take on this wolf dude, and and your boys gotcha. Ah man, I don't I don't know. That's not. We can't. There's no way we can't. How are we gonna get in with a bird man? Kick it in like this. Flap the wings. You have any? You have any other uniforms? Nope. Nope. I just got my uniform here, man. But no, no, we we, we can't we do that. We can't. We can't. We can't. I I could take them. I don't know. I we mean, can. the way you probably couldn't because now you're just like kind of chickening out. Well, yeah. Well, I I see well, what you're doing. I see what you're doing. But persuasion no, no. check. Can I? You try to persuade him. Yeah. Try and roll for that. Yep. Yeah. Ooh. I heard the a what? Oh. <laughs> okay. Now you notice, kind of, there was a guy who wasn't really saying much. I mean, he was kind of laughing and joking, but he was kind of sitting there, and he just, he just says no. All right, that's enough. Now that's we can't go back to the jail. We can't do that. That's not feasible. Um. Do do you have do you do you know that orc? Do you guys do you know the orc? And the other guys kind of just look and they look at did and he just says you know did you what's your interest with the orc? The one just kind of says ah got you got you guys <laughs> and they all just kind of start laughing like ha 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 
<laughs> but but seriously, we can't. I, we can't take you to the prison. We can't do that. That's not. Um, the king would would definitely have our heads if we did that. And we we'd go into that prison, and we wouldn't be coming out of that prison. We would be shipping you- off in one of the ships, just never coming back. So nope. Dang. Can't do that. Um. Uh, you know uh, what? Let me go. Let me go get another round of drinks for us. And then they all yeah. just kind of start talking amongst themselves again. <laughs> uh, okay, so we've got like <sighs> anybody. Well, I'm gonna uh, take maybe try and take that one uh, that one guy off to the side. That's kind of quiet. Okay, and say so. So you their big brother here or something? You ever let loose? Let loose. I mean, we're we're here drinking. Of course, I let loose. Of course. Ah, you, you seem like you got something on your mind. You're worried about something. No, yeah, but just, you see some crazy stuff, huh? Oh yeah, you know it gets to you sometimes. But uh, you know, the, the, we we pledge an oath to the king, and we have to, you know, do do our duty still. And so we come here once in a while. You know, Maud's great. She she takes care of us in here, and it's always a rowdy bunch. Always a good time in here, but. Um, we, you know, uh, still have our duty that we must maintain. And I, I believe me, I, it, if we, I would love to show you guys the inside of that prison, but we just, that's something that's, we can't do. Hey, cheers to that. You got yeah, he holds up his can or his, uh, mug and psh, cheers with him and takes a, takes a sip. Now, by this point, it's starting to get around seven ish, seven, eight o'clock at this point. You guys have been in there a little while. Um, a new musician has come in and starting to play some, some more music in there. Kind of the crowd is kind of turned over a little bit. A new crowd is kind of coming in and, um, the guards themselves, you can tell are starting to just really kind of just slow down a little bit that they're getting a little bit tired. And one of them kind of puts his hand down and says, I'm done. I'm going home, boys. I'll, I'll see y'all tomorrow. And he kind of gets up and they're like, ah, oh, yeah, we'll see you. See you later. And, um, you know, when he kind of stumbles a little bit and kind of falls into another patron, they all just kind of start laughing and pointing at him like, ah, you know, as he kind of walks away. And, um, you know, the rest of them say like, all right, I, I, I think we're good, too. And they're like, well, boys, we, we appreciate the drinks. We appreciate it. Um, come by sometime. You know, maybe maybe we can get you in there, uh, take a little peek around maybe at some point. Um, but make sure it's not on by committing a crime. We don't want it to be that way. Uh, but uh, uh, we'll catch you guys later. Thank you. Thank you. They all kind of like walk out. Oh, gosh. Oh. Okay. Right, we got so, some friends. Um, all right. Should we take care of the the uh, library stuff? Yeah, is it dark enough? Still, like, is it nighttime? Uh, right now, it's... You said come back at midnight. They said midnight, oh. but we can't... I mean, you can pass the time if you want, just kind of in the frog bog. That's up to you guys. Yeah, we got to... Sober up a little bit, because you guys... Sober up a bit, some yeah. Injuries. Have yeah. some okay. something to eat. Um, So it gets to be around, uh, you know, midnight, and um, you guys are going to decide to head over there? Yep. Okay. All right. So you follow the map um, that Sinian had given you, and uh, you go behind... The uh, Athenium, and you can see he actually left a small rope ladder, or you see, or you see oh. one kind of sitting there on the ground that he kind of wanted to help you out just a little bit, but it's on the ground. 
So you're going to have to make find a way to get it up to that second story window. But you do see that the window um, is open up there. Birdman. All right. I'll uh, I'll fly up there with the with the rope ladder and tie it. Tie okay. it to something so the other two can come up. And that's just your natural movement, right? You don't need to roll or anything for that? Right. Just, okay. All right. So you go so up, you tie you it up. Tie it with like your legs. <laughs> or if you're flying, you know, like you're flapping your wings. It's mystery, Will. <laughs> I want to see this animated. <laughs> yeah. So I'll grab my talons and, and come up and with my beak and my, you know, whatever else I got. Uh, Try and try and tie it up there, or I could carry. I could probably carry you guys up. You're small, right? I'm not. No one carries me. <laughs> okay, all right. So you guys are gonna climb up. Yep. yep. All right, so climb on up. Um, it's easy, just easy to get right through the window and drop down, and um, you're gonna start kind of heading towards where. Uh, sending and told you where the book was. It's actually not on one of the main floors or on the main kind of library area. You actually have to go down a few few levels and uh, go through a room where they're kind of keeping it where they're going to try to fix it, I guess, with these pages that are missing. Um, but as you're approaching towards it, you start to hear some whispers um, down towards where the room is where this is kept. Um, as you're approaching, you notice that they're seems to be multiple voices kind of going on, um, talking at the same time. And um, you can see where the entrance is. There's a hooded figure standing in front of one of the doors. Um, that's right there, kind of guarding the door where um, the rest of the, the um, whispers seem to be coming from. So what are you guys going to do? Do Could you like a perception check to see if we recognize any of these voices? Sure. <clears throat> or the hooded figure? Is it a wolf? Okay, so Matt, I'll check on. for, I'll check for voices. If you want to check and see if you recognize the, sure. Because I don't, I've never seen the wolf, people. Fourteen. That is a ten. Is a ten? Okay. Um, you don't recognize <clears throat> the voices as anyone specifically you would know, um, but they're very kind of deep voices, deep kind of gravelly voices. Um, that you hear, uh, Mo, what did you roll? Did you roll two? Four, 14. 14. Okay. Um, you do see the hooded figure, but it does not look like the same hood that you saw, um, that Loden had on when you met him, um, in that, that little quest line, that little pre pre quest line we did. Um, it does not appear to be the crying wolves hood or cloak with the hood on it. Um, laughing cows. Yeah. Is it, uh, like a large figure? This yes, like Mod, a, Mod was saying there are three large ones and a and a small one. one. Yep, this is one of the large ones that's posted at the door. And this is we, they're in the room that we're supposed to be going into. He, this one is kind of posted at the door, almost as like a guard, like it's just kind of looking around to make sure you know that nobody's coming. And then you hear there's other voices inside the room, but you're kind of at the end of a hallway, and you you're kind of like looking around. You can see him. He can't see you right now because you're kind of around the corner, but you see him out there. But you can hear the voices in that room. Mm-hmm. That's where we're supposed to go, and that's where you're supposed to go. That's yep. where the book is. Yep. Did the vo- I mean, we've heard them before. Did they sound orcish? Uh, why don't you give me a perception check? Sure. So 
11. Um, definitely sound orcish. I'll okay. give you that. Yep. Yikes. All right. Um, here's the plan I got. I'm going to paralyze this guy, and we'll send Rictus in there to look a little bit closer. Sound good? All right. I'm going to attempt to anyway. So yeah, say, what's the paralyze? How's that work? So I have hold person. It's an action. Uh, 60 feet range. Choose a humanoid figure you can see within range. They have to succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be paralyzed for a duration, okay. uh, which is up to one minute. Okay, his wisdom is an 11, so he's got no bonuses. So what he's got, uh, he just rolls against you or what's, is there? What's yes, the a 12. Goal? You roll oh, 12. All right. So he rolls, ooh, a 19. Mm, I know. <laughs> so you try um, to hold him, um, but you're unable to. He just, you know, but he, he kind of feels like a little shudder and he, he kind of is looking around as if he felt something, but didn't know what it was. And he's just kind of just looking around just a little bit. I could wild shape into a spider and try and crawl in there. God. There you go. Do it. Okay. Um, and yeah, well, how does that work? You just immediately become it. As an action, you magically assume the shape of a beast that you've seen before. But up, but up, but up. You can stay in beast shape for one hour before reverting back to your normal form. Um, if I fall unconscious, go to zero hit points, or die, I immediately go back to my regular form. Um, let me see, spider wild shape. You don't turn it into the giant spider. <laughs> yeah, no, wrong no, no, spider. No, 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 no. Wrong spider. I think <clears throat> this is it. So my movement is... And I dropped that in there for you so you can have a look at it as well. Okay. Um, I have movement of 20 feet, climbing speed of 20 feet, plus four to stealth. Dark vision. Okay, so yeah, I'm gonna do that. Um, okay. I just kind of in a like uh, glow green and then a little wisp of green smoke turn into a spider and just start towards the door. All right, so you're kind of going towards the door. The orc that's near the door, he doesn't really seem to be moving that much, so we're not gonna have to really have you worry about getting stepped on. Um, by him are you gonna stay on the ground or are you gonna kind of hop on the floor on the wall kind of um <clears throat> so describe I guess your your approach here and kind of as you get into the room going to are we like around the corner or just like down the hallway you're kind or... of down the hallway around the corner so you can peek so um yeah so you're just around the corner like kind of peeking around the corner and he can't see you where you are so i guess i'll start out on the ground and then just kind of like once I get closer, go up onto the wall that the door is on. Okay. And then slowly, like, come above the door. Okay. And yep. just kind of, like, crawl down and underneath the top of it. Okay. Because, yeah, it says you don't need to make an ability check. And actually, the door is open. I mean, because he's just kind of guarding it. Because they're, they're not. Oh, cool, cool. So you're just on the ceiling. Go in. As you enter the room, you're, you're kind of crawling on the ceiling. And you see um, two large figures just like the one that was kind of mounted up at the door but they have their uh hoods pulled back and you can clearly see that it's two orcs um you know n- not necessarily orcs that you recognize but they're just 
two orcs that are kind of in there and they're kind of rummaging through all these books and you see another one that also has its hood pulled back and um it's much shorter but it's still it looks to be a half orc but you can't tell if it's a half orc gnome or a half orc dwarf it's kind of very odd looking like you've never seen a half orc that kind of looks like this like it's just weird like when you think of a half orc you think of someone like Brackus, who's like still very yeah. orcish but you know large but this is like Clearly a dwarf or gnome mixed with a with an orc, which is just weird. Um, but he seems to be kind of the one because he's kind of telling the other ones, like, go, oh, it's got to be over there. It's got to be over there. Look over there. He's kind of pointing to them um, as to where to look. And then um, finally you see one of them kind of seems to find, find it. And he's like, I, I think I got it. I think I got it. And the shorter one kind of runs over and grabs it um, real quick. What is it? Is it the, the tome? It's a book, yeah. If I tick, 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 across the wall, am I able to make out if there's something on the cover or if there's any kind of like language on it that I can read? Um, you do have dark vision, so we're going to say you're going to be able to see that. And uh, you do see that it does say right on the front, it's home of the unbound. On the front okay. The um, then I'm not going to waste any more time. I'm going to tick, 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 tick back out okay. and down the hall to these guys and back to where they were. And I'm going to use that action to turn back into myself. Okay. Um, and tell them all that I just saw. <clears throat> okay. So So if we want to get it, we probably need to go right now. Yep. Uh, or Matt, Cassian, do you still have Faust? Is that a thing? I do. Yeah. <laughs> He's just been hanging out underneath my cape all day. Yeah, he's just been chilling. Yeah. And he can teleport with an object if he gets it. Hmm, interesting. So what are you guys going to do now? You notice the one, the one that was at the door has gone in the room now because he you know, was probably just basically beckoned to say, like, hey, we found it. And he goes into the room with the other the other three. We want to confront them here or like wait outside. Well, they might, they could teleport out of here or dimension Ooh. door out of here or something like that. Okay. Um, we need to move somehow. Some way. Close to the door and, and listen, see what they're talking about. Get ready to barge in or ambush them when they come out. Yeah, um, I guess we we just really need to see what they're doing, how they're planning on getting out of here. Because if they're going to try and you know swoop out of here super fast, then we just need to take them down. So, I guess start. Okay, let's get in there. towards the room. Yeah, so you guys are gonna go yeah. towards the door and uh, you kind of <clears> take a <throat> peek and listen, and you hear the small one saying like, "There's some pages missing." Wow. This will just work. Whatever, we'll just take whatever we can, and we'll figure out where the pages are later. Um, let's go. Let's go. Go. And he kind of starts pushing um, the other ones out the door. And so, I guess you guys are right at the door. So, well, let's... It, one, if one comes, it's one's coming out the door. I'm, I'm gonna take just a, just a, a non-lethal like 
whack. blunt of the yeah just a, just yeah. whack him with a or punch or something or yeah i'll punch one as he comes out of the door definitely roll advantage on that because okay. they have no clue what's coming <laughs> just close lined as they walk yeah. out of the door all right so roll uh yeah just roll and see if you hit him and while while he's doing that i'll put my staff down at like the corner of the door is kind of like a a trip line trip, i got gotcha. you yeah uh, that is a 13 to hit. Yep, definitely hits. Okay. All right, so roll. That would be, what, an uh, unarmed strike? Oh, yeah. Hang on. Me. I'm just going to do it. D&D Beyond. It's uh, fine. Oh, wait. Undefined. Uh, unarmed Limit strike. Limit does not exist. Oh, just one. Did you get one? Uh, it's that's it's always one. Um, I don't know what the roll for an like what damage would you roll for? I mean, I think strike? that would be it, right? There's one damage. Yeah, I guess. yeah it's, mine's it's, the same. It's always one, like no matter how okay, many times. Okay, okay. I thought I thought we were gonna roll for that. Um, okay. So <laughs> the one, the first one comes out the door and just wham i mean you hit him right in the head boom and his head just kind of snaps and he kind of falls back but then the ones behind him kind of fall in or push him back out he falls over the one behind him trips over uh uh cassian's little trap or whatever that he set and then the one behind him kind of falls over as well um but the last one uh who is actually the shorter one he kind of sees all this happening and he is able to kind of step back a little bit, and then he kind of goes to the side of the door and takes a peek. So everybody roll initiative now, and um, we'll kind of see where we end up here. So let's see. This is 16. 22. Okay. So... Moa, what Cassian you has a 22. Yeah. And then um, Rick just got a 16. I got a 7. Okay, so that's Cassian, Rictus, uh, let's see, the, the the top orc, so orc number three, um, and then it will be the one on the bottom who took the one hit, and then it will be the one in the middle, and then it will be Moa, and then it'll be the short guy. Uh, all right, um, so Cassian, you go first, then we'll let you go first so you kind of have this pile of of larger orcs in front of you um and really they're gonna have to take an action though especially the one on the bottom and even the one in the middle to just get up um and then you have the one kind of in the room as well okay um doing a quick checky check 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 checky check okay cool um so I'm going to who is holding the who has the book right now? The little guy. Is that the short guy? You notice the short guy in the in the room has it, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um let's see. I'm going to going to take my staff and I guess um strike at one of the the orcs that are that are around me. I guess because that would be like encumbrance, like they've fallen okay. down around us. And so I just want to take out one so of them. So why don't you do just, I guess, the one on top, the one that's kind of like okay. the top of the pile. So go ahead. And if they're prone, I think you get advantage. 
They've okay. fallen okay, over, cool. right? Yeah, yeah. All three of them are like, literally laying That'd down. That'd be 9, 10, 11. Advantage. Yeah, it's going to be that. Uh, 12. Plus 2, plus 2. 16 to hit. Hits. Yep. Okay. That'll be... Three damage. Three damage. Okay. And what, what were you hitting him with? Uh, my quarter staff. Quarter staff. Okay. So you just kind of give like an over the head, like whap. It's gonna crack him down yep. on the head, and then you hear the the one on the bottom say, "Like they got weapons." <laughs> and uh, all right. And so next would be Rictus. What are you gonna do? So the small one has the book. Where where are they at? He's in the room. Um. But I mean, he's definitely within range. I mean, he's it's okay because you guys are right I'm outside just, the door waiting for them to come out. I'm just gonna dash to him and okay. slide of hand try to grab the book. Oh, okay. All right. So, so I can do that uh, with a uh, fast hands uh, action. All right. Um, is that a you just are rolling that, or he doesn't have to roll? Yeah, I guess you? it would just be a slide of hand check because I'm not attacking him. I'm just trying to take the book from him. Okay. Yeah. Roll it. See what you get. Oh, that is only an eight. Okay, so no, you kind of reach out for it real quick, and he he pulls. I mean, it back it's a natural one too. If you would like that information, <laughs> no. uh, <laughs> but he takes it. You try to grab it. And he takes it real quick, and he pulls back his cloak and kind of shoves it down um, behind him, and then he flips out two daggers in his hands like oh, this, and he's just sweet. ready to go. <clears throat> and that will be orc number three, who is the one on top. Um, he's basically going to take his action to stand up, right? Because he can't. He wouldn't be able to attack, would he? Or is that still movement? Yeah, movement will like it takes half of his movement to stand up, okay. and so he still has an action and bonus action. Okay, so he's gonna stand up, and he's just kind of like a little bit disoriented, and he's trying to fumbling in his in his cloak. And um, I'm gonna actually have him drop his sword because he's he just got cracked in the head and is like totally surprised as to what happened after that. So he's not gonna be able to uh, do anything. The one on the bottom though kind of shuffles his way out. Uh, he was the one that was clotheslined, and he just kind of turns around and sees where Rictus went because he's, you know, pretty pissed at Rictus for the, the clothesline, and is going to just kind of push past the other ones and just run at Rictus and um, take a swing at Rictus with his. Uh, he actually has kind of a, a spiked mace uh, in his hand, and he rolls a 10. Yes. So, yes. so he just takes one big swing and just kind of misses. Again, just still kind of the being in the darkness and just kind of that surprise, really. His head is still still foggy from all that. Um, the other one who was on top of him, who was kind of pushed aside, he stands up and he's going to go right for you, Moa, because um, you're still outside the door there. And he rolls a 16. That's a hit. That's a hit. Okay, so these guys have a D6 plus one. He rolls, it gets three. So three damage to you with that one. Um, so he takes one just big and just, rah, just kind of yells and comes at you and, and hits you for three. And so it's your turn. Uh, okay. All right. I'll, uh, hmm. yeah, I'll hit him back with a, with a okay. two-handed spear here. Yeah, doing it. Uh, 19 to hit. Definitely hits. And two damage. Two damage. All right. So you give a nice little stab to him. And, uh, yeah, you kind of stepped out of the way of his mace and kind of came back and just gave a nice little stab. 
and I actually kind of stabbed him down in the leg, like right in the, the thigh. And he kind of, because he you know, kind of falls down a little bit. Um, but, you know, didn't go too deep. So he's still able to stand up on his feet uh, with that. And then that's going to go now to the short little guy who now is standing right in front of Rictus. He has multi-attack. He has uh, these two daggers. Um, so he kind of spins him around a little bit and just takes two quick swipes, like backhanded swipes. Um, one is a 14 and the other one is a one. <laughs> So, 14 hits. 14 hits. Okay, so the first hit, he's able to swing. It's a D6 plus two. He hits a one, so that's three. Three damage to you with the one. And then the other one, he swings, but you're able to kind of parry it and actually knock that dagger out of his hand. Um, and so now he's only left with just the one dagger right there with the other one on the ground. Um, and then we go back to the top of the round to Cassian. Okay, I would like to misty step to behind the short guy. Okay. So, um, I guess Rictus is in front of him. I'm behind mm-hmm. him. Yep. Um, and I'm going to send a guiding bolt straight into his back. Okay. Um, okay. So that is a 15 to hit. Definitely hits. Okay. So. Six, nine, 13, 14 radiant damage. Okay. So he, uh, you guys just watch as, as Cassian just dissipates into nothing and suddenly just like appears behind him and just casts just a, a bolt uh, right at him. And you see just the, the short guy just kind of just get, you know, blasted forward a little bit. And you just see this energy just kind of piercing through his back. And it kind of sits there a minute, and you see it kind of just pulsing just a little bit, um, this uh, electricity. And he's hurt. I mean, that hurt him bad. Um, and he kind nice. of falls down just a little bit, and his, his cloak is all kind of just tattered and everything in the back. Um, so, Rictus, over to you. You have this, this short that, guy still in front of you. Does Guiding Bolt leave any type of... Do yes, get, it does. Um, I think you get, get advantage. advantage. Um, the next attack roll made... Hit? Yep, advantage. Okay. Nice. So if, if I get advantage on him, uh, then I'll use that advantage to use... I can use that advantage to do... To just make it a sneak attack. Um, so I'm just going to try to hit that guy. Nice. Oh, yeah. Sneak attack. Uh, and that is... Yeah, do it. Uh, 19 to hit. Definitely hits. So we're going to do... Uh, a short sword. That did not go in my box. Uh, sounds a five, and the sneak attack is going to be four, so nine damage. Nine damage. That's all he had left was nine. So how are you going to do that, man? How do you want to do it? Uh, well, I wasn't I wasn't facing him, so I was going to have to turn around, and so I would have, I guess I would have heard that bolt hit and just whipped around and just right through the neck okay. uh, after as soon as that bolt hits. All right, so yeah, your dagger just comes in and uh, just kind of hits him in the neck, and he just... Uh, and he just kind of looks at you with his eyes real wide and just slowly just kind of comes down to the ground. Um, now, the one of the other orcs who was outside, um, who is the one that you clotheslined, heard this. And he just comes rushing at you because he sees you taking him down. Because he just goes, no! And he comes running. And he rolls a 17 on you. So that does hit. Oh, yeah, for sure. And he, <laughs> he gets a 1. So one oh, day yeah. I see you. <laughs> Shifty fella. 
these guys can't roll worth nothing. So he, he swings at you and hits you, but you were able just to kind of sidestep just enough because he, he shouted and yelled, so he kind of gave himself away. And you were able to just step out of the way and just get glanced just a little bit. Um, uh, one of the other orcs, uh, this was uh, another one on the ground. He's the one uh, that's also still... Um, Let's see, the one was with Moa outside. So this one had turned around as well and rushed in. So he's swinging at Cassian, rolls a natural one. He just totally misses completely. He's still foggy-headed from getting clocked in the head. Um, the one that's engaged with you, Moa, though, he's going to um, take a swing at you. He gets a 16. Is that hit? All right. Yep. He's, he's just a straight D6. He rolls a three. So three damage to you. Okay. And then it's your turn. All right. Um, I'll kind of yell and say, we just need the book. You guys don't want to end up like your friend there. We don't have the book. He has it and you killed him. Just let us take, just let us take the book and you guys can, can go. Stop talking and die. All right. All right. right. Don't say we didn't ask. Uh, all right, pack spear. Uh, this buddy here in front of me. Uh, five I did a hit. spear through the throat. What is it? <clears throat> five to hit. Five to hit. No, that misses. So just by you talking to him, he was able to kind of focus in on you just a little bit more and just sidestep your spear. Um, and that goes back up to Cassian. So you are um, now, Moa is outside the room with one engaged with him. The other two have kind of rushed into the room with Rictus and Cassian. So you have two orcs in the room with you and then the one dead one on the ground. Um, I'm going to try and go for the book okay, and take it from the guy, from yeah. his, the corpse. I don't know what, we, what you would want me to do for that, but... Um, I mean, he's there. I would say, if anything, maybe just do, like, in athletics. Because I think being in the moment, you know, this. I think the other okay. orcs may be trying to stop you. So give me some sort of just quick athletics and just see if you can. Okay, I'm going to uh, cast Guidance on myself for that. Okay. To add a D4 for that. So that, okay. Athletics. Or acrobatics? Or acrobatics, whatever is. That was a D6. That's not a D20. Um... I like acrobatics. Acrobatics. Yeah. Okay. You're going to make it a little yeah. flashy. Do it, with, do it with flair. Dodging the other guys. A five. <laughs> with uh, my guidance. No. Mm. Nope. So you're no. trying to find the book. Like he, He's kind of fallen on the book, you know, because he, he tucked it kind of down in. It's just, yeah, you just can't. You're kind of fumbling it in the moment. You're just so nervous because you guys are just in the in the middle of a fight that you're unable to get it out right now. Okay. Um, would right. you consider that my action? That would be an action. I would think. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So, Rictus, to you. Uh, all right. So there's just so the other two are behind me. The one is in. There the with one me. is outside with Moa, like outside the door in the hallway. Okay. Because and then there's two in the room with you guys. I mean, one is. Because there were two on me at one point, so there's the one that charged me, right? Right. Yep. Okay. Uh, I will take a swipe at the one that charged me with the short sword. Okay. Or a thirteen to hit. No, uh, fifteen to hit. Sorry. Fifteen hits. Yep. 
And then damage will be seven. All right. So that's a good, nice, good little hit to him. So he was the one that uh, originally clotheslined, and uh, you just take a nice swipe uh, at him and just just big gash kind of across his chest, and he just kind of screams and ah, just kind of feels it's burning. And um, so the, his partner that's with him, who's kind of behind him, he comes rushing at you then for taking that swing uh, at his friend. He rolls a 12, so that misses, right? The miss, yeah. Miss, okay. Um, the one who you slash, then he kind of stands up and tries to take a swing at you as well. He rolls a natural one. Um, he's just the, the blood and all that on his chest is just kind of getting all over. Yeah. He just, he tries his best, but he can't do anything. Um, switching now outside the room, the one takes a swing at Moa. Uh, he rolls an 11. Um, nope. So he misses as well. Uh, so Moa, it's your turn. All right. Uh, I'm going to do the spear again. Okay. Ah, Five again. Five. So no, you guys are having a nice little uh, fight outside the room when you're both kind of swinging and dodging. Um, back up to you, Cassian. So nimble. Um, <laughs> I am clearly seeing that this is like a futile attempt. I'm. There's too much going on for me to try and grab this right now. I'm going to stand up, take a, you know, a, a couple steps over this guy and raise my staff and just swing at it you know, the back of the head of the closest orc close okay. to me. Um, He's let it be the one that's already been hit in the head once. Just it's, for, it, that's sure. what it's going to be because he's, the, yeah, he, the other one, when he saw the slash rushed and got a little bit closer to you, this one is, yeah, a little bit further back. That's his 12? Uh, no, that misses. So okay. You, you take a swing and no, you miss. Swing away. Uh, so Rictus. All right. Uh, same attack, short sword to the same guy that's taking a beating. Okay. With a 13. 13 hits. Yeah. That is going to be six damage. Six damage. Okay. So you do another swipe and just almost in the same spot, just a little bit deeper, and you almost feel your sword kind of hit some bone as you're kind of going through it. I mean, he Ugh. lets out a holler, but he's still staying in there, but he's pretty pretty mortally wounded. Um, I say, now point. you shut up and die. <laughs> <laughs> the... Uh, the friend that was with him, or the friend, the, the one who um, was kind of fighting with him, takes another swing at you again because he sees you hit him. He hits a 17 um, yeah. on that. So he rolls a two on that, two damage to you. Um, the one who's pretty mortally wounded, he is going to take a swing at you as well. He rolls a seven. So nope. he misses. He, he can't do much. Um, flashback out to Moa. The one rolls a four against you, Moa. I mean, you guys are just like toe-to-toe here, man. You're sparring out there. Still, mate. So, it's you, Moa. Uh, I'll just try and uh, Eldridge Blast him this time. Okay. I'll put the spear in one of my hands, and my other hand will start to form a crackling energy streak. Um, I guess it's a range, so it would be at disadvantage. So I'm not gonna do that actually. Well, it says Eldritch Blast. I mean, he's he's. Oh, you range mean to be spell ranged. attack. Ah, so, yeah, so yeah, yeah. Gotcha. So no, I'm not gonna do that right now. He's okay. right here. So I'll I'll spare again. Let's see. Oh, not one. Perfect. All right. <laughs> so no, you go for the no. <laughs> you you guys, you just can't hit like, each other. Like, <laughs> so no, you guys are just like, still do battling I magic? out there. I'm not gonna magic. Let's this is like the fight between Peter Griffin and the chicken happening. <laughs> it is. It's literally happening. You're right. Um, 
All right, Cassian, back to you. <laughs> um, I am going to try again with my staff. Okay. Uh, at the one that, that's like looking pretty bad. That's a 12 again. Nope. Misses. <sighs> Rick, this to you. All right. Short sword attack. Uh, nine. Nine. Nope. That misses. Um, Thanks. All right. At this point, uh, the one who is mortally wounded, um, you know, just kind of sitting there, the one kind of takes him, the other one that's in the room with him says, come on, let's go, let's go. And they try to take off. So they're engaged with uh, you, Rictus. So I guess you get a... Yeah, opportunity attack, opportunity attack on both yeah. of them? Because they're... Or how's that work? I mean, maybe it's, one of them and Cassian's in the room as well. I would yeah, think there so we, you we each can, can go for one. So, okay. so is that just damage or do I have to roll to hit? You still have to roll to hit, don't you? Yeah. Neil? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a reaction just as yeah. a regular attack. Okay. Attack. Uh, so that's 13. Okay, so that hits. So damage. Five. Four. Okay, so you take out the one um, who is mortally wounded. I mean, as he kind of, he doesn't really want to leave, but his friend's kind of pulling him and kind of pull, tries to, or he turns him around and you're able to just kind of slash him down in the back. Uh, and he goes down. Um, what did you roll, Cassian? Five. Five, okay. So that one is able to escape. So he's kind of running out of the room. And now while he's coming out of the room, the other one sees him coming and he's saying, just, just go, just leave, just leave. And the other one says, I'm not leaving. And he just wants to keep fighting. So wits uh, over there. <laughs> yeah. So the one just darts down the hallway and is leaving. The one that's fighting Moa is still engaged with you, Moa. So he's going to take a swipe at you. He rolls a 12. Miss. Miss. Okay. So what are you going to do? You're going to swing back? Yeah. Okay. Mm, 17. You hit. Yeah. Mm, five damage. Five damage. All right. So you give a good hit, and finally, he just kind of he almost gives you a little bit of a smile because you guys have been going back and forth. I mean, it hurts, but he's just like, oh, and you know, he just kind of is ready to still just keep fighting because he he knows he's kind of met his match, but he he was a bit distracted tried. from his friend trying you know, to tell him to leave. Um, the other one now is already like he's out. He's kind of go heading up the stairs now, ready to wherever he's escaping out to um so like the front door or all you know you guys i said you kind of went down i guess kind of in the basement that's where this was um yeah. he's headed he's up the, the stairs. stairs he's at the stairs basically like ready to head up so cassian what are you gonna do how far away are the stairs from me not very far i have a i have a 120 foot range on this spell that i want to use would it hit him it would definitely hit him yeah because i mean okay. his his range is he can only move 30 feet I'm going to cast a Guiding Bolt at second level. Oof. No survivors. Uh, that's a 17 to hit. Definitely hits. Okay. Um, all right. Twenty-seven. Twenty-seven. <laughs> so you have these six damage. What? 
How many? It's five D six. Five D six. Wow. Good lord. So you guys again hear that crackling of energy, but this time you really <laughs> like hear it big time and can tell that Cassian is just pulling in all the electricity, even in the room. You almost feel it even as if the energy in the room is almost being sucked out of you as well. And he just shoots this massive bolt flying down the hallway and just totally stabs right into the side of this orc as he's trying to get up the stairs. And he is just dust. He's done. He did. Um, Now the other orc (laughs) sees that, obviously, and um, just yells out another big scream. And um, Rictus, what are you going to do? Uh, I will come out of the room and unbeknownst to this, beknown to this orc, I will sneak attack him. Perfect. Yeah. Cause he's behind. Sneak attack him dead. Uh, with only a nine to hit though. No. So probably not. So no, you try to swing at him, but he, you just totally miss. Yeah. Uh, all right. So it is his turn. He's going to go at you again, Moa. Cause you gave him a good little jab. <laughs> he rolls a three. So nope, he misses. So Moa, back to you. So you, you've seen what we can do to your friends there. I, I suggest you, you give up and tell I, us what you were doing here. I never give up. Isn't it obvious what we were doing trying to get the book? Now fight me. What did you need the book for? It's none of your... Doesn't matter to you. Give Just fight me. Finish All right. him. All right, I'll uh, go for Finish a him. Here. <laughs> 17 to hit. That definitely hits. Two damage. Two damage. All right, so you hit him and so let him take him out. Uh, so that's going to go back up to you, Cassian. Um, I'd like to get some information out of this guy if we can. Um, what was your. Can you charm him? Do you have any more spells left? I do. Try and get uh, some information why they were. I'll use a uh, charm person. He has to make a wisdom saving throw of 14. Okay. 13. So, <laughs> so you were able to charm him. So I'll walk up to the side of. Uh, walk up to the side of um, Moa and I'll just have my hands glowing from that residual energy. She'd be like. Now, friend, we don't want to do this to you again. Tell us what you what you need the book for. And he just kind of, you know, straightens himself up. He says, "I I don't need the book. I've been sent for it. By who? By Jordan. He needs the book. He's asked for it. Who is Jordan? leader right. he's, he's our or i'm sorry jaldar jaldar oh that's jaldar. his brother yeah oh we know him jaldar yeah. trying to raise the eye god what else does jaldar need to raise the orc god i don't know what he needs i don't we don't talk about that we just do what he asks he asks us to retrieve the book and that's what we're doing are there any more of you here in the city? No, just the four of us were sent. Okay. What else do we want to know? What do you call yourselves? Work clan? The laughing cows. <laughs> we, <laughs> Baby bells. We, we are the Nogaz tribe. The Nogaz tribe. Oh, right. We knew that. Right, right. Yeah. Great. Cool, 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 cool. Um, 
you know why Brackus is in jail? Because we put him there. Why? Uh, okay, I know why you want him there, but ow. We Wait, killed. I'm not, I'm not charming him. I can't talk to him. <laughs> we. I'll allow it. We killed. We killed all those humans and set him up on the side. And the the guards came and we followed their wagon as they went into the city. That's how we got into the city. So you killed all those all those people in uh, Silver Spring. No. We did not kill the. Oh no, that was that was the other thing. That was Sorry. the Nothic. Yeah. We killed the people on the road that they're saying Brachus killed, but we killed them and set Brachus up. All right. Do we need anything else? You've served your purpose. You can die now. <laughs> Rictus. <laughs> Take a swing, oh, Rictus, is, if you want, man. This is, uh, I guess it's my turn, yeah. Yeah, so I'm sorry. Do just it. say goodnight, right. and I'll try to hit him uh, from the back. <laughs> Uh, right. With a 13 to hit. That hits. Uh, four damage. Four damage. Takes him out. So, yeah. Yep, just give a nice little stab, and he just clumps over. Well, I didn't it's... name. He did. Stole Moa's kill. Yeah. <laughs> orc. Bottom Orc was his name. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Orc 3. <laughs> Actually, he was the one. Um, was he the one that was guarding the door? No, he wasn't. No, he was he was middle orc. He was number middle two. Orc. That was middle uh, orc. That was number two. Um, all right. So what are you guys gonna do? You're you're now in this in the Athenium, surrounded by a bunch of dead orcs. Um, or three dead orcs, one half orc that's a very strange half orc that's part gnome or dwarf, you don't know. Um I guess um We should clean this up. We don't want it. our friends. Yeah, we'll search the bodies us. and try and Oh, we can get the tomb from the oh yeah for sure small guy, okay. All right, and then so... check the others, I guess, and like I don't know where can we put what them? the other bodies got. Um, as you guys look at the other bodies, I mean, you just see they're just typical. You know, they have kind of their own leather armor and stuff. They have their cloak um, that they had on the each have, which is their large cloaks, obviously, because they're pretty large um, creatures. Um, they have their weapons. Yeah, with let's them. take some of those. Um, yeah, take everybody takes cloak. Yeah. Okay. All right. I've already got one. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Rick, well, I guess I can take. I guess I could take one to match. All right. So yeah, because yeah, they're a little bit. They do match. The, you know, okay, these, these cloaks. They're different than the one that you had, uh, Rictus. Um, who's taking the book? Do you need the little guy cloak, or do you need like the big guy cloak? <laughs> no, this is just like. Yeah, probably the big one will be fine. Who's taking the book? Scholar. Um, yes. Maybe. I, I was can't. gonna say I don't. You can't... <laughs> what? <laughs> You're a talking bird and you can't read. I can't I... write with these talons. But you can do everything else. Yeah, I'll take the book. <laughs> he gave you the stone first. You take the book. Yeah. Okay. All right. So who's it casting? You're taking it. Yeah. Okay. All right. And who are we able... looking at this? This little guy, are we able to tell what he actually is? Half orc, half. Um, I mean, he's definitely half orc, but you don't still can't really tell. I mean, he just kind of kind of has a big nose like a gnome, but his uh, ears are kind of large like a dwarf's would be, and it's just kind of a, a weird mix. You can't really tell. What he he's is. a mutt. Okay. He's a mutt, basically. Yep. 
All right. All right, um, yeah. I don't know. Let's try and clean up the place as you much have, like, as we can. Anybody got, like, prestidigitation or anything? Yeah, <laughs> no, nope. I don't really. I can burn Ooh. them all. <laughs> Same. I can produce flame. Should we, should we throw them out the window? Just yeah. leave them in the street? Yeah. Throw them in one of the poop holes. There, there we go. go. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That. Yes. So I guess we could do? try to drag them all and, up and toss them out the window. Yeah, get the bodies out of there. Make right. the room back to normal Okay, as much as we can. So you can uh, take the bodies, you know, bring them up the stairs. It takes you a little while to do that. Um, but, I mean, it's in the, the, you know, secrecy of night, so you're you're fine. Uh, and doing that, throw the bodies out. Um, and what are you going to do? Are you guys going to just leave through the window yourselves as well? Yep. All right, so you Make sure all, to pull the rope out. Yep, kind of. You all kind of drop down, and um, where are you off to now? By this point, it's probably about one thirty, two ish. Um, yeah, let's go. You uh, do know there is an inn in town, um, where you could go potentially to spend the night if you want. Um, you do got a little blood on you. You know, you're you're not necessarily <laughs> your your clothes that you were on. So are you guys gonna throw the cloaks on? They're clean, yeah. Yeah, they're they're. I mean, well, they got a little blood on them too, a little orc blood, I guess, as well too. <laughs> they're not the cleanest. We could, but. we could go. Well, Mason and her family said they didn't have room for us. Mm-hmm. No, let's yeah, try and get a, a spot at the inn, maybe in the dirty part of town. Okay. Where they won't care if we're a little bloody. <laughs> All right, so you guys make your way through. Um, you can tell, obviously, the streets are a little bit more uh, empty this time of night. Um, you go by the frog bog on your way, and it's still a little uh, sound going on in there. And you, as you walk by, you can see through the door, just that hand kind of up on the counter, kind of going. A um, couple patrons in there, but music stopped. Uh, not as loud as it was before. You kind of walk through the marketplace. Obviously, nobody's selling any goods at this hour. Um, and then you make your way kind of back towards uh, where Mason's... Um, houses that she's staying with with her parents uh, but bef- it's before that that you actually come across what's called the moonlight inn and uh that's the inn um that's kind of in that that part of town uh it's of course open they're open 24 7 any hours uh you walk in and there's um a gentleman there um just a middle-aged man uh is there kind of long beard um black hair and uh he says uh looks like you guys have had a, a rough night huh Yep. Uh, bachelor party. <laughs> bachelor. Retired. We we need a place to stay. Can you help us? Bachelor party. Right. Crazy. Sure. Uh, I only have one room that's open though, but you can you can stay. If I'll you take want. it. Okay. It'll be uh twenty silver. Sure. Oh, I'm still that. broke. You got that eight cast? <laughs> Start Can we give you all the money? I don't know if I have any money. Uh, sure. I gave all my money to my family, and I have zero the gold. Math I possibly can. <laughs> well, it's like I'm having to convert like three points. I don't have any copper, so I have to. I have to convert like gold into copper, and then I have okay. Twenty silver. Twenty silver. Okay. I have eighteen gold. For some reason. We got a bunch of gold from something. I don't remember what it was. Yeah, I just gave all mine away, so I have zero. Okay. Yeah. Um, let's uh, bunk up and okay. 
and spend so the we'll night. We'll do a, a nice, uh, I guess, a long rest, right? Because you guys are going to be there all night. Um, so freshen up a little bit. Yeah. And all right. So it's the morning. Is there anything anybody wants to do at night? Rest. And I guess while, like, right when I lay down, I want to take the book and open it. Okay. And just see if I, like, what's in it? What kind of stuff is okay. um, in the book? As you open the book, it kind of strikes you that, I mean, you can see where there are pages missing. Definitely. You can kind of see it's kind of towards the middle. Um, there are no pictures in the book. Um, Dang and it. The, the writing on the pages seems to kind of come and go. And it's in a language that you really can't read. It's like the, the, the words are trying to appear to you on the page, but they, as they start to appear, they kind of just are gone. Like, it's like, you, you just can't read it. You don't you know when you, you're trying to figure out what language it is, but you can't really tell, um, what it is huh. and looking at it. It's a very strange okay. book. You've never seen anything like it. All right. Well, we'll leave that to our friend that asked for it, I guess. Eh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Is this going to be a long rest, short rest? Long rest, yeah, because it's long rest. You guys gonna sleep in? Okay. Um. Well, I guess next we want to try and see if our guard friends are working. Yeah, prison is next. Okay. All right. So the morning happens um you guys all get up in the morning and um go downstairs and the the uh, man kind of running the inn just kind of you know nods to you guys like yep seeing you off um you walk out the door and it's by this point it's about 10 10 a.m or so and uh you get out the door and as you walk and you hear a voice behind you and just say well that was interesting and you turn around and you see a hooded cloak with this the gold rim on it and a wolf sitting on it and Rictus and Moa, you realize that this is Loden in front of you, and he's just flipping a dagger in his hand, just up and down. And he kind of puts his head up, and he just says, did you get the book? Do you have the pages? <laughs> I don't have them on me right now, but I know where to get them. Who is this guy? Yes, we're friends. I didn't think it ended well. He's an acquaintance. This is the guy who has the other pages, I guess. Yeah. I know someone that's very interested in you three. And not even just you three. You in particular. And he, she points at you, Cassian. Or he points at you, Cassian. And is just pointing. Who? Hmm. You'll just have to see. Follow me, and that's where we're gonna end it. Oh, <laughs> heck! Uh, Loden. <laughs> Maybe. All right. So, thank you, everybody, here for joining us for this session three. Uh, we will be back in two weeks. We'll be back here to continue the story and see where it all goes. So, until next time, everybody, thank you here for tuning in, and we will catch you next time.